This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.43. On Trending Today, we're talking about animal diplomacy. So, this is a segment that had its beginnings in pandas, but now has squarely come around to being about tapirs instead. Uh, so Idila Raza posted a tweet um, saying, uh, or rather posted an X, I believe is what we call it now. Um, Idila Raza says, A tapir expert I spoke to proposed that Malayan tapirs be loaned out to other zoos globally in the same way that giant pandas are loaned out in their cons- conservation programs. And why not? They're just as adorable and equally endangered. 1,800 pandas in China, 1,700 tapirs in Malaysia. So Idila was quote-tweeting the news of the two panda cubs that we've had at Zoo Negara, Yi Yi and Sheng Yi, who, um, who have been sent back to China. Um, and so, of course, this was that famous animal diplomacy program that China has in place, right? And our... Uh, what's the word? Agreement with China to keep Yi Yi and uh, Sheng Yi. So... Uh, I think this is actually such a fun idea. I love the idea of our tappers sort of being our emissaries to the rest of the world. So the question is, why would animals do that? Or how can they do that, right? So pandas By being are de- adorable. That's right. So there's something, <laughs> so the charismatic animal or megafauna, you know, is one of those expressions that you use uh, to describe a pandas. Uh, the fact that they're rare, the fact that they're cute and cuddly, though when you read more about them as a species, they're pretty vicious and, you know, and they they, they're weird. <sighs> Trust you. Trust no, you, you know, to take the cuteness and turn it into something dark. No, I mean, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't, you know, so it doesn't negate the cuteness. It just gives it a darker edge. And I think it's important <laughs> for, you know, kawaii or uh, aside, it's important to recognize that we also want more depth in our understanding of their habitat and the fact that they're endangered and why is it that pandas are shrinking as a population. No, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because um, as the, as Idila said, in her post, it is also important to um, to highlight that this is a conservation effort, um, and the fact that tapirs are also endangered and are facing uh, encroaching uh, habitat destruction and so on. Um, I do think that this is a um, a very interesting way to highlight the cause, um, and in particular, I think because unlike say the panda, the tapirs are still quite mysterious to the rest of the world. Um, I know people, though, who come to Malaysia and they're very excited to be able to see tappers, um, but not not necessarily in the way that, say, uh, the panda has become so synonymous with China and its diplomacy efforts now. Yeah, so China's very clever in many ways about uh, the whole panda effort. Uh, they, in fact, branded another species panda as well. The red pandas are actually <laughs> not pandas. And I, and I went to Chengdu and I saw them and learned a little bit about the red pandas, which are also extraordinary to look at uh, as a species. So the fact that the taper in some ways has the same colouring as the panda I wonder if we could just sort of borrow. It's like these are the, the hairless pandas of Malaysia. You know, it's kind of an adjacent panda adjacent animal. So I think that the tappers don't need to borrow anyone else's identity. Oh. They are so um, interesting on their own. Um, Sue Ann actually on Twitter is making the point uh, that that their babies are incredibly cute. So Sue Ann says, honestly, tappers feel so underrated for how adorable they are. The babies are like monochrome watermelons. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen a 
tapir calf, I believe is what they're called. Uh, they do have this this sort of mottled, stripy uh, markings that do actually look like monochrome watermelons. Um, we actually have also on Twitter... Taperu de Masha saying, we did do this with Japan back in 2015. A pair of tapirs were loaned for 10 years to the Nagasaki Biopark. Fun fact, the Japanese considered the tapir similar to their mythical creature, the Baku, that feeds on nightmares. Oh, feeds on nightmares. So that's a good thing, right? Or is it no? I is that a good, good or thing. bad thing? No, I think it's a good thing. I also love this notion of one of our tapirs sort of starring in some kind of animated Hayao Miyazaki-style film where it feeds on nightmares. Well, you know, so so it's been done. So that's a really interesting uh, fact. And uh, the question is, why was it not continued? Uh, what is it that uh, goes into actually, uh, you know, sending these animals to different spaces, that both for the recipient and the sender in terms of responsibility to the an- individual animals, but also to um, the scientific efforts that go behind this, you know, to what extent are we going to learn more? Or is it merely about creating a- an attraction? Well, a couple of tweets that speak to that uh, before we go to the ad break. So Pangundi PRN 2023 says, the difficulty in doing this might be related to diplomatic values. As far as I've read, the panda has a lot to do with preservation and conservation but actually the ones who accept and is willing to take care of the cost um, is because of the element of diplomacy in order to please China. Meanwhile, an an old uncle says, I believe this is due to the willingness of the Chinese government to pour money and effort to conserve and promote the pandas. Yeah, so, I mean, so to, you know, diplomacy can happen through sports. It's all, you know, kind of soft power issues, right, we're talking about uh, here. Uh, so if the Chinese government is willing to do this, because they think that in... Uh, projecting a different face of China, right? So in countries where China is seen in terms of what trade wars now, to see that there are that China has a you know a wildlife and it has and its effort to save those uh, animals that you you maybe your sense of the country changes, it softens maybe. No, so that's exactly what uh, we are asking you. Um, we're talking about tapirs because um, our panda cubs, Yi and Shengyi, are being sent back to China. Um, and there's been a suggestion that perhaps we should be establishing tapir diplomacy, loaning tapirs um, as a way to highlight uh, their endangerment um, and as well as conservation. So do animals make you more interested in finding out about another country? You can call 777-332-900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Beyond Frivolous Mishmash, BFM 89.9. It is 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. On Trending Today, we've been talking about tapirs, apropos of, well, pandas, um, because uh, there's been a suggestion on Twitter uh, that perhaps we should be looking into tapir diplomacy the same way China uses pandas as a way to um, connect with other countries, promote conservation, all that stuff. So we've been asking you. Do animals make you more interested in finding out about another country? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we do have a message that has just come in on this. This is from uh, Jun Xiao, who says, "I saw the tapir for the first time at the Calgary Zoo in Canada. It's so cute." And then I started to Google to know more about it. 
And then I realized... And then I realized that it's from Malaysia. So yes, definitely. I think renting Tupper can be a good advertisement for Malaysia, at least to let more people know about this lovely country and many more lovely animals from here, such as the Malayan sun bear, which is also very cute. Um, and uh, Junsia has also sent a rather adorable picture of a, a, a sleeping Tapir, I think. And uh, no, I love that idea. I, I do think it's a bit think, cold. It, it sounds. I, I, if it's in Canada, well, I'm, I'm hoping that they have heating in the enclosure. Uh, but Junsia, you know, you're right that in fact many Malaysians themselves um, might not have seen a Tapir in person um, and often have to see it in other countries, in, in zoos perhaps. Well, I guess our zoos here have the Tapir. Uh, the the, the zoo does have a tapir. Yeah. I've seen one there So, before. you know, um, I, I'm not sure about the ecosystem of uh, animal loans that happen throughout zoos in the world, uh, but the idea that tapirs can be that charismatic uh, animal that we can use uh, to kind of give a different, softer image of the country, a country that is, hopefully, uh, will become uh, hopefully, committed to uh, <laughs> our, you know, biodiversity and is going to protect it in the future. So, you know, and I think in the world that is now, you know, struggling with uh, climate change and, you know, strategies for resilience, maybe this would be a great message for Malaysia to send out. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly, I certainly wouldn't like this to turn into something that becomes perhaps exploitative or, or that it becomes a way to capitalize on these animals. Um, they already struggle enough with the uh, habitat loss and so on. Uh, Sharin, meanwhile, says, I prefer orangutan diplomacy. Um, I'm wondering whether Sharin is being semi-sarcastic, but I'm going to take it at face value. Just to say, I actually think the orangutan uh, do a lot to bring attention to this region. Um, I've often seen them uh, sort of marked in zoos or um, other spaces as being from Borneo, though, and not Malaysia. Um, and even though Borneo, of course, is shared between us and Indonesia, I'm not sure whether many people actually associate Malaysia with orangutans if they haven't actually been here. Yeah, so this is where, you know, I my own concerns about... Um, uh, primates of a particular sort and, you know, and incarcerating them in zoos comes yeah. up. I, I, I do worry about that because I'm not quite sure whether uh, this is the best way. When we think of the ways in which orangutan can be um, ca conservation, you know, keeps them in their own ecosystem, whether sending them to zoos around the world would be a great I'm not sure but I'm not again I'm not an expert and my ideas about this are kind of not fully formed yeah I mean um, I think the discussion about zoos and whether you um, are a fan of the idea is a whole other subject for another day uh, but we are running out of time um, send your thoughts through um, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or whatsapp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine tweeters at bfm radio stay tuned bfm 89.9 you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app